All right. Welcome back to another episode of the Casey Campbell podcast. I'm Casey Campbell, but you already knew that. Um, We are now joined by Eli McCown of the State News, of course, who covers Michigan State football and whatever else goes on at that college. There's been a lot of stuff going on, been a lot of winning going on. And uh, well, first off, Eli, how are you? I'm doing pretty good, you know, about as good as like anybody can be doing in the middle of a pandemic with all this stuff going on. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of one of those years where everything's kind of relative, but you know, considering everything that's going on in this crazy world, pretty great. Yeah. Um, but anyway, Michigan State uh, came away with a big win over Northwestern um, last week. And a lot of people did not expect that. But um, what was it like getting that big win? Uh, what was it like for them to get that big win over Northwestern? This was a game that nobody saw coming, right? Like, it felt like after those two games, they only scored seven points in two games against Indiana and Iowa and that stuff. It was like, okay, where is this team really at? You know, what, what was that Michigan game? What really happened there? Um, they finally put it together. Um, this was a game where they get ahead in the, in, um, early, they go up 17-0, the offense is being able to run the ball. They're hitting the deep ball. The defense is getting stops on fourth downs. And then all of a sudden, Northwestern creeps back in. They get back in the game. They get that lead. And you start wondering, you know, the neon uniforms are on. Is this the Illinois game all over again? You know, from last year, it felt, it felt like that kind of thing where Michigan State's got this huge lead. And then they, are they going to blow it here at the end, kind of like they did last year? But this team stuck with it. They're able to pull through. And I think that's something that this team was missing missing last year was just that fight and that energy on the sideline. You saw it. You know, the energy kept going on the sideline. You know, even though they were about to give the points up there at the end of the third quarter, they're holding the fours up. They're getting excited. That's something that was missing last year. You know, the defense, as much as it was talented last year, you know, started to let off towards the end of the season. And it's like, you know, what, what is this team really a year ago? Can they keep that up, that energy? And then this team, this defense has really kept up the energy throughout the season. They've been able, despite the offensive struggles, unlike what they did last year, they're able to keep up the production. And that, that's what it was. This was a huge program win, even though if it's a season that's, you know, what is the season really going to mean going forward? Um, it meant, it said a lot about what Tucker's done so far and what he's done setting his culture, I think. Hey, who's impressed you on this defense, you think? I, there's a few guys. I mean, the first one that stood out, I mean, last week's game was Shakur, or, you know, on Saturday was Shakur Brown. Um, those two interceptions were huge. I mean, that last one, I hope that Northwestern wide receiver is okay. I mean, that was a, that just, I mean, that was a really scary scene when you see him, his head go like that. I hope he's okay more than anything. I think about him and his family. Um, but I mean, the way he's been able to play, I mean, in Shakur Brown this year, he's not healthy last year. He only played six or seven games, I think. He's able to come in and just be really, I mean, one of the better guys in the defense. But, you know, even though there's two interceptions, he still doesn't get Big Ten Player of the Week. It goes to Antoine Simmons, who had 13 tackles, sack, had an amazing game last week. I mean, just the way he's Antoine Simmons has been able to play and lead that defense, lead this team, um, that's been remarkable. And then some of the young guys, too. I mean, you look at Angelo Gross, who played in the nickel spot um, on Saturday. He had a tremendous game, pass breakups. He was rushing the quarterback. He forced Bramsey to make a couple bad throws. Um, he did some really good things. I think this defensive line, Drew Beasley, um, Naquan Jones, some of those guys last week, they had a really nice game on Saturday. Um, this, this defense has got a lot of pieces that grew a lot from last season, considering, I mean, they lost seven, eight starters last year, and they've got a lot of guys coming in that have made a lot of growth since last season. 
for the offense, we've seen struggles from them all season long. But why do you – what do you – how do you think that – what do you think needs to happen these next few weeks to maybe give fans a little bit of confidence to say, hey, may, we may have something here. Do you think they have something? And what do you see from that? I do think they have a lot of talent out on the edge. I mean, a lot of young wide receivers out there between Jalen Naylor, um, Jaden Reed, uh, Ricky White, Trey Mosley. Um, you know, there's a lot of young talent on the edge that they've been using this season. We saw it against Michigan. Ricky White, Jalen Naylor, he gets a couple big passes. Um, we've seen the Jaden Reed in the Rutgers game. He has a big touchdown in Northwestern game. Really talented receiving core. They got to find they got to find the quarterback, whoever it is, for these next couple of years. Whether it's on the roster in the transfer portal, new recruit, whoever it's going to be, they got to find that guy moving forward. And then for the offense, I mean, if they want to be good, I mean, we saw what they were able to do against Northwestern when the run game gets going. And frankly, it's not necessarily the running backs, in my opinion, that are necessarily the problem. I mean, you look at the guys like Connor Hayward, Elijah Collins, Jordan Simmons has had a really nice start to his to his career. Um, there's a lot of talent in that running back room, but the offensive line's got to be more cohesive. And Tucker talked about that. He felt like in some of these games prior that they were a block away, you know, from the tight end, from the, you know, the left guard when they pull or whatever it may be, you know, they felt like they were just a block away. And they showed that. He was like, we thought we completed the blocks and made the things we wanted to do. So, you know, both games that they've won this season, they've dominated the line of scrimmage um, in the Michigan game and in the Northwestern game, they played really well. And they got to keep being able to do that and then get these playmakers out and um, whether it's Jaden Reed, Jalen, Ricky White, whoever it is, get them out in space to make plays. That's how this offense gets to go forward. Yeah. Um, we got, well, another thing is with, there's a new coach there. How would you evaluate, you know, the job that Mel Tucker has done so far, you know, getting, uh, I know it didn't start off as well with the loss to Rutgers, then getting the big win against Michigan. And then of course, getting this, winning against Northwestern, what do you think of the job that he's done so far um, just in his first year and with everything that's happened this year? Considering everything, I mean, I think the thing we also forget about is the timing of Mark D'Antonio's retirement. I mean, one of the things when he retired was like, man, he's retiring really late in the year. It was right before signing day. And it's like, this is really late. Who are they even going to be able to get as a coach? You know, there's all those different things this year. He comes in, he doesn't get a spring practice. He barely gets the staff put together before COVID, you know, happens and all these things change. And considering everything, the way everything has gone, I think you, if you're a Spartan fan, you have to be happy with the way that he's done things so far. Obviously the loss to Rutgers from the get-go was like, okay, what is, you know, where are we at? The seven turnovers, all that. But, you know, seeing what he's been able to do, you, you can see how great this defense has played. And that there's the offense is not that far away. I think they need, you know, personnel wise, there's a lot of recruiting and stuff to go. But the things that they've been able to do with that offense, considering, I mean, Tyler Hunt was literally the backup punter last season, was starting at tight end in the Northwestern game. You know, like the personnel there's not there yet, but they were still able to put, I mean, I think it was 29 there at the end on Northwestern. Obviously, six points are tacked on by the fumble there at the end. But, you know, they're still able to put up points and have some offense against a really good Northwestern defense. And, frankly, a really talented Michigan defense that, that prior. This offense has had good moments, and the defense outside, with the exception to that Iowa game, has been phenomenal, really, considering everything that with the turnovers and putting defense in the bad spot, especially in that Rutgers game, especially in that Indiana game. Um, you know, I, I think you have to be happy with the way that they've played considering everything. Um, but, I mean, it's always that thing. You have to be critical. You have to look out for those things. You can have thoughts about things. But it's going to be interesting as Tucker continues to get his guys in 
because we've seen the guys that he was able to bring in in this recruiting class that were his, with guys like Gross, Jordan Simmons, he put them in right away. And they've been successful. They've been able to do some things that he wanted them to do. So as he gets more players in, it's going to be interesting. But I think evaluating what he's done so far, I think considering who they've beaten, they start out with the win against Michigan, regardless of what Michigan is this season. I, I mean, I don't even know how to – that's a whole nother subject to get into with that team. But, you know, I, but that's still a huge win in a rivalry game. And then beating this really good Northwestern team. I mean, this, that is a good Northwestern team. That offense has its problems, but that's a tremendous defense. They just beat a tremendous coaching staff that they just beat as well. Yeah, um, so there's two games left in the season, you think. Um, obviously, the game against Ohio State's in question. Um, and then, of course, I think to end the season, I think Penn, to end the season with Penn State, mm-hmm. what do you want to see out of this team? What do you what do I think the question is, what's been the goal out of this team? What do you think that kind of they need to do to, you know, make it a successful year? Because it's, you know, obviously with everything that's happened and obviously they didn't get to play, I think, against Maryland. But what would you want to see out of this these out of these last two games or game or whatever yeah I think if they are able to play Ohio State I mean there's an obvious gap between Ohio State and the rest of the conference right now and I think this season has been evident of that in every step of the way um the talent's just there's a such a talent gap there's such a all those different things it is going to be really interesting to see you know, how Saturday goes, if they play, I don't think they're going to personally, but we'll end up seeing what happens there. I guess Ohio State is just put up a fight. You know, what? show me that you have energy. Show me that you bought into the program. Show me that this defense, despite everything, they want to keep coming out. They want to keep playing hard. They want to keep fighting. That the offense wants to keep doing that against the Ohio State team. I don't think anyone expects them to go, um, you know, even though Columbus is, or Ohio State's coming to East Lansing, you know, I don't think anyone expects that team, even if they are able to play, to pull out a win there. Um, you know, but show some fight. That's what you want to see in that Ohio State game. Show some energy. Show the buy-in. Show that there's things go that there's things going well. And then for Penn State, it's beat the teams you're supposed to beat. You know, like I mean, Penn State this season, by all accounts, I mean they they that offense is disastrous on every level. They can't find a quarterback. There's a lot of problems there. I, it's, but, you know, they haven't been able to beat the team they're supposed to beat. You look at a Rutgers team that, you know, gets in year one after a really awful stretch runs coming in the Big Ten. They can't get that one done. You know, obviously the Maryland game, that gets up being, you know, all that happens. But the Iowa game, you go into that one, you think you can go into that one, you get ran out of town. Um, you know, when this is a game where Michigan State coming in, should be a favorite you know it's going to be pretty the close the line's going to be pretty close I think because it's at Penn State and everything Penn State might be slightly favored but this is a very winnable game for Michigan State so end that season go in and be like you know we're better than this team show that we're better than a struggling team who doesn't have a quarterback and just give it come out with a win show some fight against a really talented Penn State team that just seemingly can't put it together and then I mean depending on if that little extra game on the on the at the end of the season is added with that Big Ten East West mix you know wherever they end up playing there again it's showing that fight show the buy-in show progress from the beginning of the season yep all right all right Eli McCowan thank you so much um, for coming on and uh, we'll see if this Ohio State game gets played it'll be an interesting one thank you for having me on Casey I appreciate it yeah no problem